Thank you for joining me for Soulful Conversations with my community of fellow travelers, exploring the heart, the mind, and the globe. These conversations highlight what travel really means for the world. Soul of Travel honors the passion and dedication of the people making a positive impact in tourism. Each week, I'll be speaking to women who are tourism professionals, world travelers, and leaders in their communities. We'll explore how travel has changed them and how that has rippled out and inspired them to change the world. These conversations are as much about travel as they are about passion and living life with purpose, chasing dreams, building businesses, and having the desire to make the world a better place. This is a community of people who know travel is more than a vacation. It is an opportunity for personal awareness, and it is a vehicle for change. We are thought leaders, action takers, and heart-centered change makers. I'm Christine weinbrenner Eirich, and this is The Soul of Travel. Diana Brooke is a sustainable travel advocate, consultant, and educator based in Australia. She helps travel and tourism professionals transform and promote themselves as sustainable travel operators. She believes it is a privilege and a responsibility to travel sustainably with respect, compassion, and empathy. She enjoys working with travel operators, hotels, resorts, and destinations to offer recommendations on how they can implement eco-friendly features and policies. She is such a passionate advocate for sustainability and believes that by generating thoughtful discussions, raising awareness, and through aligned collaboration and an education platform, she can work to create a sustainable travel narrative. In our conversation, we discuss her journey to sustainability and why this is so important to her. She gives us tips on how to start our own sustainability journey and ways we can get involved as travelers and as an industry. We talk about how we can meet people where they are at on this journey and how we can take a dip, become immersed, or fully dive into this process. Join me now for my soulful conversation with Diana Brooke. Welcome to this episode of the Soul of Travel podcast. I am so happy today to be sitting down with Diana Brooke, and she is joining us in the early hours of her morning from Australia. So I'm also really grateful, uh, grateful for that sacrifice to be here. So welcome, Diana. I'm happy you're here. Thank you. Yes, it's quite early. I'm an early riser, um, but I did get up a little bit earlier for this. So thank you. I really am looking forward to it. Um, And I'm really excited. We had the the privilege of connecting a few weeks ago after um, kind of finding each other on LinkedIn. And uh, Diana shared her story of her path in the tourism industry and how that led her to being a sustainable travel advocate. And it was something that really resonated with me. And so I reached out to her to ask if she would share this journey on soul of travel as kind of a inspiration and perhaps a guide for other businesses and travelers who are kind of navigating that during this Time, um, I feel like a lot of people are looking towards sustainable travel as a way to meet the needs that we're seeing in the industry. So I'm really excited to bring that to this conversation. I know to just share a little bit of your background, you worked in the tourism industry for about two decades and you were working, booking family trips, corporate travel groups. And then um, when we spoke, you mentioned that in around 2016, you just kind of had this uh, nagging feeling that had been sitting with you and just really realized that your travel company was contributing to this climate crisis and decided that you needed to really direct yourself towards this path of becoming a sustainable traveler after 20 years in the industry. And I think that's really 
so exciting for people listening because I think maybe sometimes we think we can't change if we've been in this path for so long. So we're going to definitely explore how you did create that shift. But would you begin just by sharing a little bit about your path in the tourism industry and then how that has led you to where you are today? Yeah, certainly. You really summed that up well. (laughs) So yeah, so basically um, I found myself in the travel and tourism industry almost 20 years ago. Um, It's a passion that I've always had and it actually came about as a child. So I just remember um, being born in Australia. My parents are from Chile in South America. And we, um, every now, well, every few years, our summer holidays were spent in Chile. And Chile is one of those, you know, geologically blessed countries that it just has every, every kind of geological, geographical feature you can imagine. And I was just in love. I was in love with this country, all the volcanoes and the, the, the wilderness and the landscape and everything. And so that. Over time, that will that led to sort of an increased, I guess, awareness of of the environment and of nature from a really really early age, and I ended up um, pursuing a, a bachelor of degree, a, a degree I should say, in geosciences. But then I ended up finding myself in the travel and tourism industry. I just had this passion for traveling, exploring, adventures, and um, ended up finding my my sort of path in the travel industry over twenty years ago. And like you said, I. I booked travel for corporates and musicians and entertainers and all sorts of different people. But um, I found that as my life was sort of becoming more aware of nature and the climate, um, I was leading a much more plant-based life. I was minimizing my own, you know, things in my life and and I was just at odds um, with my my business, which was literally directly contributing to the climate change and the climate crisis that we were facing. So I literally made a pivot in my business. I, I literally did one in 80, stopped what I was doing and turned towards making it more sustainable. And the biggest part of that journey was having that courage and that confidence to go, actually, I can I can make a difference. And I will start asking, you know, my travel industry suppliers, what is their hotel doing, you know, about the environment? What is that tour experience doing for the environment? So it was having that confidence really that um, was very difficult in the beginning. And I think that's what a lot of people may struggle with is realizing that you can make that difference. You just got to, you've got to believe in it and you've got to make those first steps. And um, those first steps have now led to six years of, of having a, a travel company that advocates for sustainability. I, you know, I do that as well. I, everything I share is about, you know, showing people how they can make little changes to big changes and everything adds up and everything makes a difference. So yeah, it ended up being for me, I'm, I'm always saying I'm really grateful that, you know, I have a lifestyle and a business that's very much aligned with my values. And I try and do that. Yeah, every day. So, yeah. Yeah, I think that's one thing that is, I, I find it to be really fulfilling about this segment of the tourism industry is it seems like it really allows for that alignment. And it also allows for being immersed in a culture of people who are having that same conversation, which I think is really rich and valuable and not seen in a lot of other parts of, you know, the industry or in other industries in general. And I just am grateful for that all of the time to be able to sit down with someone like yourself and just kind of dive into these topics Mm -hmm. that might normally be overwhelming or too personal or you know we separate our personal journey from our professional journey Mm. and I just love that this gets to be a space where all of those things are important and um, I know for you we also had talked about this when we initially connected but part of that and speaking of like this personal and professional stepping into the role of a parent is often something I think especially for women um, that like shifts that perspective or maybe starts like raising some of those flags of awareness of, of like, are we fully living this life that we want for ourselves and for our children? So I was just wondering if maybe you could walk us through some of like what that meant for you and and how that plays out in your um, business and your values. Yeah, certainly. 
for me, yeah, my children, again, was another moment where it just sort of amplified even more the need to do things better. I realized, yeah, very early on, firstly, children come with a lot of things. Um, You're expected to, you know, get all this stuff, I should say, or things or whatever you like. And then you soon realize that you don't actually need all those things. And, you know, um, but there's a lot of waste as well that comes with with those initial first years. And, but then, um, after looking at, I guess, at that and then realising that, that's when it sort of really started to hit me that my children, our children, everyone's children are literally inheriting um, a future that, you know, we we impact every day. And so I was very much aware that um, I wanted to do everything I can to ensure that, you know, they in- inherit a planet that's still livable. It still has all these amazing, beautiful um, wildlife animals that we were fortunate to grow up with um, and they still live on the planet, you know, in, in as much wild spaces as possible. And so seeing that the climate was changing, is changing and, you know, we've got oceans, you know, constantly being polluted and lots of plastic use, um, it made it even more aware that, yeah, we really, really need to stop what we're doing and really look at doing things differently And like I was saying before, for me, I've always embraced travel and what travel does in terms of your perspectives in life and on the planet and also being aware of other people and their cultures and how they live. And so I wanted to also realize and also have those experiences with my children because I know how impactful they are. I know how much they stay with you for the rest of your life. And so, you know, wanted to share that with them as well. And yeah, so that's why travel and tourism is so important. It has that ability to connect with people. So initially my, you know, I may have looked at it from an environmental perspective to start with, but then as you look more into what sustainable travel is, it's more than just that. It's connecting with other people. It's um, it's also ensuring that you can help support their livelihoods and their communities. And I just wanted to share that as well, you know, with my children and ensure that that was still there. But definitely um, my children do inspire me. I don't often talk about them, but they do inspire me all the time. And I'm so grateful for that. I bring them along on this journey as well. They're very aware of what I do and what this means, you know, and how they can be a part of it as well because they love sharing their experiences, um, you know, in a class news update or with their friends and things like that. So yeah, look, it's one of those interesting things that when I was working in corporate travel, there was quite the stigma about being a parent, especially about being a mother. So I was always sort of mindful about not sharing too much about that. But to be honest, it is a real big part of me being a parent um, and what I do and why I do it. So yeah, it's, um, it's really insightful. And it's also you know, um, they're dependent on us to do the right thing. And I think you can see that as well with all the student strike movements that they're now aware, why are you not doing anything about this? You know, and they, you know, and they have their rights to say that because we really need to be doing more. I think that it has added such an even deeper meaning to my own personal travels. And then also in what I want to create, because it becomes, it, it shifts that lens from it being about this kind of personal experience into this more widespread, which then also brings in the layers of sustainability and impact. And it just Mm -hmm. kind of, um, I feel like it just unfolds. And so I I think it's been really important in my journey as well. And the conversations that I'm able to have with my children and their worldview is so different from mine, which I think is just amazing and provides me with like so much optimism for what that can mean. And like you, I I love traveling with them and allowing them to see things, but I also love experiencing through them and we'll be on a hike. And I remember one time they were really little and I took them on this hike and we were just on this trail that went out of a parking lot on the edge of like a campground. It it wasn't anything like super spectacular by any means, but we were hiking and my daughter was like, one of them was like, look at the light coming through the leaves. (laughs) Can you believe the magic? Look at these flowers. Look at the blue sky. Like everything wasn't like intoxicating to them. And I was like simultaneously thinking like anybody who's listening probably thinks I never let my children out of our home because (laughs) everything is so amazing. And like 
also I was like, wow, it is magical. Like, Mm. look at how the light is on those leaves and look at those flowers. And um, like, really, that was kind of a moment when I was thinking like, when I'm traveling, am I being mindful? Am I being present? Am I really like being immersed in a space and appreciating everything that it had to offer and really started to kind of bring that into my practice of travel, which then again, like reconnected me to sustainability and thinking about um, how all the pieces of the puzzle fit together. Mm -hmm. So I think yeah there's a real innocence there with children you know and it's just it's so beautiful because they do see things differently in an unsort sort of unbiased way as well and you know you you said in the beginning it may, may have not been too sort of spectacular for you because that's your perspective now as you've grown but for them it's like wow this is wonderful and it gives you that chance to look at that again in a different way and you think yeah wow that is but it makes you very mindful about where you go and and you know who you speak with and, you know, how you get there as well. That's also important. Um, But they do see things from a different, you know, imaginative, creative way as well, which, um, you know, you can, you lose, unfortunately, as you get older, but children have it. And it's just such a beautiful thing to see and nurture and, um, and witness. So, yeah, that's really, really a lovely story. Yeah. Hey, it's Christine, interrupting this episode for a moment to make sure you know you still have time to join our 2022 Lotus Book Sojourn. This is a unique journey exploring the heart, the mind, and the globe through the pages of nine specially selected books written by inspiring female authors. Your year-long journey will include 18 guided virtual discussions with a community of like-hearted women as well as weekly journaling prompts and reflection, and an assigned travel companion for each book in the journey. Last year, women said this was one of the most surprising and impactful experiences they had. Join us for rich discussion, meaningful connection, and opportunity for exploration from the comfort of your home or wherever you might be in 2022. Our first book club gathering on Zoom is January 12th. Visit the website at www.lotussojourns.com backslash book dash sojourn to join today. Now back to our soulful conversation. I would love to talk about now kind of move into talking about that transition in your business and just kind of, I think for both of us, we looked at the beginning of our sustainability journey as how we can make small changes that, that really create a large impact. And um, I like to have conversations that allow travelers and businesses to kind of enter where they are. So not, not assuming that we all have to become sustainability advocates or that we don't all have all the answers at the beginning. Like this is a journey that we have to work through. And we also know that travelers are really starting to ask for and search for healthier travel options, like options that are, are more environmentally friendly. And I'm just wondering if you can share a little bit about how, how you help travelers find that and how you help businesses, you know, begin this journey. Yeah, look, it's certainly a journey. And I was, I've been at the very beginning of that journey. Like the moment I asked my very first supplier in the travel industry, what, what is this resort doing for the environment? That was the very first question. Like I asked and I just knew I had to learn more once, once I got that response. And it wasn't just the response. It was their reaction. They had the biggest smile on their face that that was like, wow, finally someone is asking us a question we want to talk about. So that was a big step, well, a big sort of validation for me that I was on I was on this right path for me. And, you know, it's been a, an absolute journey of learning. I didn't have all the answers to start with. Believe me, I didn't, but I just knew I had to start somewhere. And we've all got to start somewhere. The last six years has been a journey of just asking and reading and just continually just kind of learning as much as I can. And um, I've always said that, you know, it's not about knowing all the answers. It's certainly not about being perfect. My goodness, it isn't. But just start with the little things and and go from there. And so for me, the first step was asking that question. And I remember practicing it 
I was like, I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask. I was at a, a an international travel event and I was on the second day of a three-day travel event where you have those interviews or a meetings with each supplier for like 10 minutes and you move to the next and that sort of thing. And I just remember saying, right, now, now I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask. And so it took a lot of, lot of courage to make. It might sound a bit silly now, but it's when you're not used to saying something, it, it does kind of it can be a bit frightening and you don't say it. Um, so I took it took a lot of courage to, to just say, you know, what what is your resort doing for the environment? And it just went from there. And so what I did was to start with, really simple, is I actually looked at my business um, in terms of paperwork. Very simple. So my office, my my um, use of paper. Um, and back then, everything was being printed. So whenever you put together an itinerary for someone, you booked airline tickets, everything was printed. You ended up with like a, a folio of paper sometimes. And so that was the very first thing I did was literally stop printing. And um, I haven't printed since. And I slowly transitioned all the clients and their itineraries onto um, cloud software. So they were all downloading an app. And this was at a time when there was just a few apps at the time, um, but not many people were using them. So that was one of the first things um, that was done. And there were some clients who were a little bit hesitant. So they may have got something that they printed, but from my my end, there was no more printing. Um, and I also stopped using those travel wallets. Again, something that you would often get when you would book book a trip with a, a travel advisor. So I, those were the very first things I, I did. Um, and I started to share with my clients at the time why I was doing this and sort of, you know, getting them on this journey as well of, you know, looking at reducing the paper use. And for me at the time, that was one of my first sort of um, things to do. Um, one of your quick wins, as you, people like to say, look at the things that you can do. Um, and when you feel good about it, you like go, okay, I did that. That was good. Okay, what, what else can I do? And that's how you start building that sort of momentum to look further into what other changes you can make. And so for me, I've come to realize that everyone's at a different point in the journey um, and that's completely fine. And so I actually ended up realizing that um, I created some sort of framework, if, if you want to call it, and I call it the dip, immerse and the dive. And the idea of that is to meet people along the way. So if you just want to be a traveler who just wants to try a little bit of something, maybe a couple of nights um, at an eco hotel, or maybe, you know, try a, a city tour on a bike, that's a small little thing that you can do. So that's kind of where you could start. And then you may have a client or a traveler who is going, okay, I'd like to try a little bit, you know, maybe do a week of my two week holiday somewhere and see what we can do in that in that week so that's a client who can who's willing to try a little bit more and then you may have a client or a traveler who's like okay let's just do this whole thing as environmentally friendly as possible and so meeting that client or if you're a traveler you know you there are experiences there are ways you can you can add to your travel experience where you want to be the idea is just to do something. I always say something is better than nothing and they all add up to positive things. Um, and the same sort of methodology, I guess, or thinking applies when, when I am speaking with other businesses. And at the moment, as I no longer book travel um, myself, um, I still am the founder and director of my own company, which offers sustainable travel experiences. I'm no longer booking those anymore. So what I'm doing now is I've turned my attention to helping other travel businesses and also looking at hopefully helping regions as well, communities as well, um, and getting them on the journey of sustainability. But I'm also hopefully very soon we'll be looking at sharing knowledge with other travel advisors. The more travel advisors who can feel empowered to have conversations with their own clients about sustainability, the more we can get more travelers thinking and traveling this way. So there's a real sort of I guess um, for me, I want, I'm at a point now where I, yeah, I want to be sharing knowledge with as many people as possible. And um, I'm really excited about that. I think we have such an opportunity to do, to do that. And like you were saying before, there is such a need now. There is such a want. And so travelers are looking for this. This is what they're seeking. This is what they're searching. Um, the travel industry needs to meet that and start recognizing that they need to do more. Um, and if they're not, that's fine. We can get started. If they are doing more, make sure that they're sharing that in a very open way with travelers as well. 
there's just so much that can be done. And this is where travel industry is going. It needs to go this way. Um, this is what where you know the world is heading anyway as well, and other industries are. So yeah, I think that it's really interesting to think about like simply, like you said, just asking that first question and really how awkward it feels. I mean, I, I kind of remember having one of a similar situation of asking, you know, telling someone that I didn't want to have any um, single use plastics on a trip and how could <laughs> that need. And it was kind of a little bit yes. terrifying, you know, and yes, again, like it's not this huge ask, but it's uncomfortable the first time mm. because you don't know what kind of response you're going to get. And then, you know, I also fortunately was met with like this in enthusiasm and like excitement for this challenge and thinking about this and then also like sparked in them to say hey I also know this restaurant locally that does this thing and this this hotel and they have this great initiative and if you're interested in learning more about this I'm going to look for more things and so pretty immediately there was this ripple effect and so I think that's exciting to see and then also for me um, when I was studying for my master's in sustainable destination management (laughs) I felt like the conversations were kind of under the surface with consumers, right? Like Mm. you could have a sustainable travel product, but like, don't lead with that. Like Mm. just tell them you have, you know, you have this great trip and then kind of like sneak the sustainability underneath and let them Mm. know about it later or something, but don't, that's not the stage you're building your trip upon. And, um, I really am excited to see that it feels like that can be the stage now, like that can be the value that you're offering and not just this side, you know, Yeah. I don't know, this lace on the pillow or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that sort of still happens. There are some people that, um, well, some some tour experiences, I guess, who don't lead with their sustainability initiatives and I mean, the idea is to go, okay, we want you to come and experience this, you enjoy it, and then we go, okay, that was, a, that was something that's very much a sustainable experience. And you're like, oh, okay, that was great. So that kind of meets the people that, you know, who may not necessarily be looking for this but experience it anyway and realise actually it wasn't too bad, it was really fun mm-hmm. and enjoyable and, you know, it meant a lot and, you know, it. so there's that as well. So I think there is still space for that. Um, but I think now I think we need to be more open and transparent about what we're doing. Um, and, um, yeah, this is what consumers are looking for. And I think that breaks down that barrier of confusion, which ha- is a big barrier. And um, that's where there's a lot of um, confusion, that it's expensive, that it's going to be inconvenient, that, you know, you're going to turn into some greenie. Like it's just all these different things, you know. And I think um, if we can be more transparent, um, about that and like you said lead that sort of um, up front then um, we can just kind of yeah move move forward and I that's one of the things that I do is I try I try and be as open and transparent about things and you know when it comes to sustainability and travel the biggest challenge we're, we're facing is is the aviation and you know I'm open about talking about that because it's one of those trade-offs you know you've got to get on a plane most of the time to get somewhere and for us here in Australia it's it's basically our really our only means um, to get to Europe to get to the state to get to family and friends overseas um, and it's something that we need to address and we need to include in the in the discussions um, as we talk about sustainability and travel and tourism moving forward because it a means of transport I mean there are ways to minimize the use of a plane if if possible um packing light is another one going as direct as possible as, as you can if you can avoid a shorter flight you know drive or train there's just so many um little things that you can talk about but yeah being open and transparent um is important and it'll avoid confusion um yeah And I think it's also, I mean, it's, I think it's great that in this time in the industry that storytelling and transparency are all kind of things that businesses are are working to integrate into, you know, how they connect with travelers. And so it does give us space to say, again, like where in the past we might not have said, you know, here you could take this flight, but we can reduce our carbon emissions by, choosing to fly here. And like you said, and then we're going to go ahead and, um, 
bus here or train Mm -hmm. here or yeah, like there's just all these different pieces. And then this educates the traveler who maybe didn't think about that before. I mean, the first time you hear about it, that's, that's the first time that you know to ask about it the next time. And so when we share these, maybe that might've been like behind the scenes planning tips or strategies, when we just share those, that is also creating conversation. And again, I think that travelers and businesses are getting more comfortable with those conversations and like thinking about how we can reframe these things. And like you said, with the e-bike, maybe, maybe people just wouldn't have thought about that as Mm. something that's a sustainable (laughs) action, right? Like they just, maybe it's fun or, you know, a, a unique experience, but when you just give them that language, then they are thinking, you know, the next Mm. place they go to, oh, you know, that was fun and easy and had a positive environmental impact. Like I can do that next time. And, and like you said, then you like, what's the next thing I might be able to do? What else can I do better? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And so I think it gets everybody comfortable in this space. Yeah, exactly. And there's going to be some new things now that you, you will be open to trying now that if if you start thinking this way, you'll go, okay, you don't need to jump on the plane or, yeah, or, you know, you could look at something else. And so, yeah, it's exciting. I think people should see that as something exciting, especially if you've been a traveler for some time. This is some new things that you could consider doing. Um, and when it comes to bike touring, I think that's really interesting because um, there are there's some companies out there who will cater for all levels of cyclists. So you might not even be a bike rider, but you can jump on an e-bike. It's great. It really is. So it's very inclusive as well. And what I'm what I'm sort of really excited to see as well is, you know, more accessibility as well. So I think um, like nature trails as well, being more mindful about making sure that their trails are accessible by everybody as well, which is really good. So there's a real awareness now of, of travel and tourism being more accessible to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I always kind of put this into a bucket of conscious travel. So much like you're saying, like it's about sustainability, but it's also about inclusivity. And it's also about, you know, all these different pieces. And it's beginning to just look at how everything is interconnected. And it seems like once you just kind of pick up and look underneath this rock, and then you're like, oh, wait, now this one, and you like look under the next rock, and all of a sudden you're uncovering all yes. these things and it's magical and I know can be daunting, right? Because you're like, oh yes. wait, I just wanted to like, I just wanted to look at carbon offsetting. And now I'm also looking at DEI. And now I'm also looking at this and and it be, can become overwhelming. And so I think, you know, this, like you were saying, kind of this slow entry. That's or, slow. Like, yeah. It's yeah. really okay to just say, wait, I'm going to just peg that for right now and yeah. know it's where I want to go, but I don't have to be there today. And again, as a traveler and a business. Yeah, very small steps. I mean, for some of my clients, when I was booking travel, it'd be something as simple as taking a Tesla transfer to the airport. Like it was just those small little things. Um, so yeah, you can add something to an itinerary or a travel experience, small you know, little things, more things or the whole, whole experience. Um, but the idea is to try and do something every time you can. Yeah. Yeah. And I know we both believe that travel is really a privilege and it is our responsibility as travelers to do this. And so I think that it's just so important to give people the tools and the resources that they can use in order to take these steps. Um, I know one thing we've talked about is ways to get involved. Um, And one of those is travel pledges, traveler pledges. There's so many right now that are happening. Mm -hmm. Would you like to talk a little bit about that? Maybe that's one small, one small step in this journey. Yeah, that was actually on my mind a few minutes ago um, when you were saying how how do businesses can get started. And one of them is making a pledge or a declaration as a business that you are becoming more well, more mindful and you just want to be a bit more open about what your company is hoping to do, um, what your tour experiences are hoping to do. So um, a pledge or a declaration is a really good start. You know, don't feel like you are sort of putting something out there that I'm trying to refer back to a conversation I had where they felt that by doing some sort of declaration, it didn't have sort of any weight behind it. They may be sending the wrong message. 
And I actually said, well, no, I don't think, I don't feel like you are. I think by putting out a declaration or some sort of pledge, you're showing that, you know, you are making that first step. You know, you don't have all the answers and it's not about having all the answers. We really need to get started on just making that first step. And I really do encourage businesses and and travelers as well if they want to make their own pledge. But you'll find that quite a few countries have a pledge now. Um, Iceland is one of them. Um, New Zealand is is another. Palau was the very first one that had a, a pledge for tourism to sign upon arriving into that country and just to be mindful of their impact while they're there. And then if the, you were in that country, to be mindful of and respectful of cultures and to leave that small footprint, basically. So, you know, I really think it's a great thing to, to do, um, a, a small thing to do. You don't need to know all the answers. You don't need to make it perfect or have, you know, 10 steps or something. Just simply say, Saying, look, we want to do more. Uh, we want our business to do more, um, and we we want to share this journey with you. I think that's another great thing that businesses can do, and you'll find that travels will want to support you if they know that you're a company that um, are looking to to do better. You'll find that your travelers and your customers about will support you as well in that journey. Um, and again, I'll say we don't have to be all perfect with it. Like I said, in my very first steps, I was like. I had that nagging feeling I had to do something. I didn't know what it was. I just knew I had to do something. And it's been a journey ever since. So, um, yeah, just a declaration and a pledge is great. And that's what I've done in my company as well. I have put in, uh, and it's and it's a continually evolving thing as well. Like, don't feel like you've done something a couple of years ago and you just kind of leave it there. Always look at it. Use it as your benchmark. Use it as a, a as a way of measuring what you've done and go, okay, we've done that. What else can we do? And we keep going back to what we said before. How can we do things better? And it builds that momentum. It really does. Yeah. Yeah. And I think establish as a business or as a traveler, I guess, establishing that benchmark and understanding like who you are as a traveler, or as a business now, um, then you have a way to measure that impact if it's important to you. Yeah, exactly. And it's, you know, It's not just um, environmental and nature. It's also, it could be a cultural impact. You may want to support um, a community. You may want to support a a local school or help support some tourism enterprises. But um, yeah, it's not just an environmental aspect. So for sustainability, the three um, main principles of it is the environmental aspect. It's the also the economic aspects so of the prosperity, ensuring that you know you can support livelihoods in the communities. And it's also the cultural aspect as well. So if you find that you've got a, a passion for sort of the ocean and you want to help reduce the plastic in the ocean, that's a great one. If you want to support um, the education of children in a small community, that's something that you could do as well. There's different aspects. It could be conservation. It could be saving the pangolins or something. You know, find what, what your agency is as well and you can align that. If you've got a passion of your, your own, um, align that with your travel experiences or the tour company that you have and then you'll find that you'll start to align your values with your business and um, you'll build build some positive momentum from that as well. Yeah, I love that. And and again, it's kind of inviting you to narrow it down and not yeah. think that you need to do all the things that you correct. Like, what am I passionate about? Then you're going to be dedicated to that. And and if it is oceans because you're a surfer or a swimmer correct. or yes. a runner, like that's yes. something you can stick to. But if you mm-hmm. choose to then go a different direction, you're probably not going to stay there. And so mm. I think that is so great. And there's so many travel programs and travel businesses as well, that if you are really interested in um, conserving like artisan crafts, like mm-hmm. you can find a way that you do that through your travels. If you are yeah. really interested in language you know, preservation, or if you're interested in, I mean, it's endless. I think that's you're such a saying great way everything. Just, yeah. Yeah. Is to just everything say, you're saying is spot on. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly it. And finding that agency, which is finding your purpose as well. Um, and you, if you can align that with your business, I mean, you can take it a little bit further as well. If you want to align it with um, the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals is another one, align it with another not-for-profit, align it with another alliance, you know, who are doing, you know, reducing plastics in the ocean and things like that. You can do that as well. But yeah, there's there's lots of um, not-for-profits organizations out there doing some great things. You can align with them. Yeah, the UN Sustainable 
sustainable development goals, I think are a great place to get curious and then also figure out what questions to even ask. Or maybe if you don't know what your values-driven travel might look like, you can just look at those goals and say like, oh, I didn't realize you know, I'm very interested in gender equality, but I didn't know I could tie that into my travels. Yeah. And that could be my impact. And so again, like, it's kind of, like we said, like, it's more about asking these questions, getting curious, how can I put that into action? And um, I think then it becomes so much more personally rewarding and fulfilling mm. as both a brand and a traveler. Definitely. Because you're yes. doing this thing that really, really means yeah. something to you. And what- yeah, and getting curious is really important because that's one of my my values as well is is that curiosity and the love of learning. So combined, I'm constantly looking at new things and curious about asking those questions and things. And I'm so grateful to hear you speak the way you do as well because everything you're saying is yeah, it's it's true. It's it's just having those curiosities and then inviting other people to have those conversations with you and you start realizing there's a different side of you as well and you 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 start opening up more of an awareness. It's it's really exciting. Yeah, you can embrace yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I love it because I think a lot about how travel allows us to open those doors and uncover those parts of ourselves. Mm. But even if you look at it in this context, just preparing to travel is actually going to create some of that internal dialogue and discovery. Mm. And um, so I think that's really exciting to look at how expansive the aspect of travel can be in your own personal growth. And again, like we were saying earlier, it it starts maybe with self, but then it's going to ripple out. It's not going to stay with you as this like you know personal centric focus it's going to become um, more holistic Um, I did want to make sure that we had time to share you mentioned both that you know during this pandemic you have really focused um, or you didn't mention but I wanted to mention that during the pandemic you have focused on your master's in sustainability and you have recently started some new projects and I wanted our listeners to be able to um, share in that with you so if you uh, would just share what you are getting started on and kind of this fun new parts of, of of your business and your and your growth as well. Yeah, certainly. So like like all of us in the travel industry, you know, we were pretty much hit hard by the, the pandemic. So it was a real struggle. Um, and um, somehow in all of that, um, I found an opportunity to to go back to universities, which I've done this year. So I'm studying a Master's of Sustainability and I'm really excited about that um, and have having some sort of formal education, I guess, behind it. Um, but, yeah, that's just opened up a whole other layer of interest and curiosity and learning so I'm really looking forward to that and sharing the knowledge that I have with with my clients and with travelers and through my business and from that as well I guess it's all connected it's all that ripple effect you know the you start becoming more aware of what you can do and you start having those conversations. It's exactly what you just say. You start having conversations with people you probably never would have had otherwise when you have that intent to to follow a different path and a positive with a positive outcome. And I found myself in, yeah, some new projects, which I'm really excited about. So um, I'm becoming a mentor for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander tourism startups and enterprises here in Australia. And I'm really looking forward to that, to help them set up tourism experiences, um, Indigenous experiences. And there's a real call for that here in Australia and just everywhere as well and if it can be done in a way in which benefits it needs to benefit everyone it it can be done in a way which is genuine and authentic it's really heartwarming to do that so as a mentor I will be providing them with um, insights in how to create a tourism experience experience that um, a traveler can come and and have and um, yeah I'm really excited about that so that's a new project that's come out of being open to having those conversations with with people so I'm really excited yeah congratulations um I I love that too and but when it comes to looking at working with indigenous communities for me when I travel I mean that is actually from for me as a young child that is something that piqued my curiosity or got a hold of me and I couldn't Mm. stop thinking about is I I wanted to live with every Indigenous community that I ever saw depicted in a movie or a magazine. And I'm like, I want to learn the language. I'm curious about the culture, the dance, the 
practices, the um, traditions. And for me, I thought there's something that I'm not doing and there's something magical within that. And then as I've aged, seeing these cultures becoming um, less acknowledged and Mm -hmm. like losing these traditions, as I started to become a traveler, I wanted to look at the ways, I mean, for me, one of those things was how can I use travel as a way to preserve cultures and these indigenous identities. And so I'm so excited to hear that that's where you're headed, because I think it is so important. Mm-hmm. It is definitely something that travel has the power to do. And yes. when when you start traveling, you maybe don't, that's not your first assumption of what you could be doing when you're traveling. But I think it's one of these beautiful layers that can be added to it. And so if anybody else is listening and you're like, oh, I'm I have been curious, but I didn't know how to do that. Yeah. Um, like yeah. It's definitely available to you. You've said everything spot on. For so long, it was not acknowledged, unfortunately. And there's so much curiosity there to learn and um, and to understand and be respectful of. And so that's what I, yeah, I'm really excited to be working with tourism startups and, and enterprise, well, tourism startups, I should stay, and just helping them, you know, with my knowledge and, you know, to see where, how they can create an experience that can be shared with with travelers yeah what you said was beautiful sorry I was lost in your words that's okay thank you I really I am, really am. Yeah. that's what happens to me <laughs> yeah and I, I think also just this idea that we can build upon our interests and passions mm. and grow as a traveler and grow as a global community and um, really just embrace that. So I appreciate yeah. that that kind of keeps coming back into this conversation. Yeah, permission for travel to be a drop, a journey, being a traveler in and of itself is a journey like that really there's so many possibilities and this just can continue to unfold and bring new richness to our lives. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. And I will look forward to circling back and sharing more of those experiences with you when they become a bit more established. But yeah, when I was given the opportunity, I just said, yes, please. Like I, this is what I'd love to do. So I was really, really grateful for that. And it's all come from having those those initial conversations. Yeah. I'm just being open yeah, to it. So I'm well, really, really grateful to hear that as well. Yeah. What you're yeah. saying, everything, beautiful words. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, well, as we wind down our conversation, I want to make sure that listeners know where to find you. Um, so if you want to share your website, ways that they can be connected, and then we'll end with a series of rapid fire questions. Oh, okay. Um, well, if you want to collect, connect with me directly, the best place is to find me on LinkedIn. And then there's also um, a website under my name, dianabrook.com. And then for any sustainable travel inquiries or if you've got a potential travel experience you want to talk about and be listed on the the platform, that's um, thesustainabletraveler.com. Thank you. And um, I just wanted to mention too for listeners, I'll drop some um, traveler pledges and links to other things that you've mentioned also in our show notes. So people can Mm -hmm. find those on my website um, if they want to learn more. So our rapid fire questions, just an opportunity for people to get to know you a little bit more as a traveler. And it always seems like it just brings something else we can learn about into the conversation. So the first is what is your favorite book or movie that offers you either a travel escape or inspires you to adventure? Uh, favorite book or movie? I will have to say, anytime I watch David Attenborough, is that can that does that count? It's not a movie, but it's a series. Yeah, yeah. David Attenborough. He just brings so much heart and soul, um, and awareness and curiosity to the planet um, that we live on. So yeah, that that always um, inspires me to do things better. What is always in your suitcase or backpack when you travel? I probably would say my little mini ipad i don't carry a laptop i just use an ipad what has been your favorite destination oh i'm gonna go back to to my roots i'm gonna say chile chile always yeah feels like a second home for me so yeah and where do you still long to visit i'm probably going to say bhutan Mm, me too (laughs) Oh my gosh, that place, that seems like a very magical destination. If I ever find myself there, I'll be eternally grateful. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What do you eat that immediately connects you to a place that you've been? I would probably say Indian. 
yeah uh, a plant-based i'm plant-based so a plant-based curry always reminds me or a naan bread yeah it reminds me of, of yeah. india and those smells are so lovely yeah the, the spices and everything yeah yeah uh who was the person that inspired or encouraged you to set out and explore my dad <laughs> i might get emotional here but yeah i'm he's he's quite intrepid himself in his explorations i've got many stories i could share of my childhood with my dad um so yeah it's made me quite intrepid yeah thank <laughs> you um and if you could take an adventure with one person fictional or real past or alive who would it be oh that's a hard one mm-hmm. one person oh i oh i've got two and that's my children <laughs> Can um, I, does that count? Yeah, you can. <laughs> okay. Yeah. My children. Yeah. Thank you. I, I can definitely relate to that. I can't, I can't, I can't just pick one. No. Yeah. yeah. Well, that'd be not fair. It'll <laughs> <laughs> cause problems forever. Um, well, I really appreciate so much for you um, joining me today and talking um, so honestly about your journey in sustainability and what it means for you and, and how you hope that impacts others that work with you so I really appreciate that yeah let's just um all come to realize that we can make a difference and just start with one single thing yeah that'll be great that'll be amazing thank Thank you you so so much. much for this opportunity as well thank you you're welcome Thank you for listening to The Soul of Travel. I hope you enjoyed the journey. If you love this conversation, I encourage you to subscribe, rate the podcast, and share the episodes that inspire you with others. I am so proud of the way these conversations are bringing together people from around the world. If this sounds like your community, welcome. I am so happy you are here. You can find all the ways you can be a part of the Soul of Travel and Lotus Sojourns community at www.lotussojourns.com. Here you can learn more about Soul of Travel and my guests. You can see details about the transformational sojourns I guide for women, as well as my book Sojourn, which offers an opportunity to explore your heart, mind, and the world through the pages of books specially selected to create a unique journey. I am all about community and would love to connect. You can find me on Facebook at Lotus Sojourns and join our community, the Lotus Sojourns Collective. Or follow me on Instagram, either at Lotus Sojourns or at Soul of Travel Podcast. Stay up to date by joining the Lotus Sojourns mailing list. I look forward to getting to know you and hopefully hear your story.